All right, guys, welcome to the rundown. Pastor Daniel just had an awesome message on gratitude coming off of Thanksgiving. That's mm. awesome. Thanksgiving is always good. Yeah, thank, I love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite time. Um, but just a few couple questions. How do you practice gratitude whenever you don't feel grateful? How, <laughs> like practically, how can you do well, that? It's, it's amazing. We always, you know, we're thankful like one day of the year, yeah. right? We're thankful on Thanksgiving Day. Then on Friday, Black Friday, we're like scrambling and frustrated because we don't get what we want when we want. So we're thankful one moment and then uh, ungrateful for what we have and got to have yeah. something new the next day. So I always think that's funny. They put them back to back, which I think is a scam, by the way, because I said this in the message, like they give you a discount one day of the year and then for the rest of the days, they rip us off yeah. three at six, four days. Like we're going to charge you full price. Like, come on, man, what's up with that? Yeah, so they show their hand. They can really sell it that cheap yeah. all the time. But anyway, you know, let's just uh, let's just walk that out. But anyway, on the Luke 17, I talked about this week. There's some lepers. Guy had leprosy, and um, they wanted Jesus to heal them. Wanted Jesus to save them. And based on the circumstances, obviously, you know, you wouldn't think they would want to be grateful because they've been, you know, kicked out of uh, their society. I talked about social distancing yeah. uh, this Sunday, and uh, man, they've been they, they had this practice a long, long time ago. In fact, it was the law that if you had leprosy, you had to remain six feet away from each other. This was back way back in the day. So we didn't invent social yeah. distancing, this by the way. This is definitely not nothing new. But 10 of them um, were, were, were healed, but one of them came back and was thankful and grateful. And it's one thing to be grateful after something happens mm -hmm. you're thankful for. And, uh, but it's nothing to be thankful and grateful in it. So I made this comment on Sunday. I said, I said we don't have to thank God for everything. Like, I don't, have, I don't thank God for an illness. I don't thank God for I lost my job. I don't thank God for that I'm going through relationship problems, but I can thank God in it. So there's a difference of thanking God for it, but thank God in it. Even though I'm in it, I'm still grateful. And if the only thing you could be grateful for as a believer, if there's all your circumstances are, are messed up, you could be grateful for this one thing. He knows your name. Mm, yeah. That he saved you. He's forgiven you of not just one sin, all your sins. If that doesn't make you grateful, I don't know if you've experienced salvation yet because his mercy and his grace, that alone should make you grateful. And that's what I titled this past Sunday was Grace to Gratitude. Mm -hmm. That when you are graced with his love, you should be so grateful no matter what your circumstances may be. So that's good. A lot of times I feel like we'll put joy, like we have to feel joy to feel grateful, but that's not the case. Like you said, we can be grateful in all circumstances. But this week we also got mm -hmm. to take communion as a church and I love sort of how that ties in with gratitude. Can mm -hmm. you dig into that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, obviously when we take communion together, and if you miss communion uh, this week, uh, you're more welcome to go back and watch on our app, watch on our website, and I'll walk through communion with the family uh, of God and kind of walk through that. But, you know, communion is to celebrate what Jesus did for us. You know, his body was broken for us. That's why we take the bread. His blood was shed for us. That's why we drink the juice. And then we take it to remember that his promise said he's coming back to get us. And so when we take communion, what we're doing, first we reflect and remember where we've come from. And I think that's a lot of problem with most Christians, man. They've gotten over their salvation. Yeah. They, they've gotten over that Jesus canceled out all their sin and guaranteed them heaven. Like, I mean, how do you get over yeah, that's that? something they shouldn't be able to get Never over. get over your salvation. You know, go back to that moment, I said, like when you walked an aisle, when you was at a church revival, when you was at church camp as a little girl, and you, you prayed in your cabin mm -hmm. for Jesus to save you, and you remember that moment when he did. Like, never get over that moment um, and, and that time in your life. 
Uh, no, what was the question that you're saying? I'm going How on with that. Communion and yeah, 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 yeah. So sorry, sorry, sorry about that. So I only had one cup of coffee. Uh, so so when I'm reminded of what He did for me, then that should overflow with His grace, which mm-hmm. out of grace comes gratitude. Yeah. And so when I'm reminded of taking communion, I'm just thankful for His body was broken for me and His blood was shed for me. Absolutely. And if that doesn't make you thankful, man, then I don't, yeah. I don't know. So I thought, what a great opportunity for us to talk about gratitude, but also to be grateful for what Jesus did and tie in communion together. Absolutely. Uh, and a lot of times you talk about this attitude of gratitude. How can us having a grateful attitude, how can that affect the people that's around us? Well, one, the first is a choice. You get to choose it. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't like how you feel, change what you believe in. <laughs> so it's a choice. Like you, you get to choose every day your attitude. That is a choice. And we, as parents, you teach that to your kids, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you teach like you get to choose this. Like you get to choose how you're going to act, how you're going to feel, your behaviors. So choose wisely. So first I get to choose to be grateful. But man, come on, you know this. When you get around somebody who's toxic, mm-hmm. it affects you. You know it affects you. You think it doesn't affect you. When you're around all this gossip at work or all this toxic stuff at work or toxic things, before you know it, it begins to affect you. But you get around joyful people. You get around grateful people. The opposite, it's contagious. And so why don't, in a world that right now is fearful, we should be hopeful. Like we have nothing to be afraid of. And one way we show that hope is that we are grateful. When people see the peace that you have, the gratitude you have, they're gonna say, man, what's so different about you? Jordan, why are you always, you're not even panicking over this. Why are you so thankful and grateful? And that gives you an opportunity to share what Jesus has done in your life. Like, I mean, it's not like I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen. Nobody knows, nobody knows the unknown. Like I said, tomorrow may be the best day of your life. Tomorrow may be the worst day of your life. But even when Jesus knew the night before he was going to be crucified, he said he gave thanks. He was still thankful, and he broke bread with his family. Like He knew it, and he was still grateful. We don't even know, yeah. so we should still be grateful. Absolutely. That's good. But, guys, I just want to encourage you this week, just like Pastor Daniel said, go back to that moment of salvation and just uh, dwell on that moment and just see all that you have gr- to be grateful mm-hmm. for. And then just practice this attitude of gratitude just to impact your family, the people around you, the people you work with, um, just to overflow into them. Yeah, I I think that is. Here's your homework assignment. Mm -hmm. Here's your homework. If you're not grateful, I just remember this person I was talking to before, and uh, this person hated their job. Hated it. I mean, hated it with the passion. And most people I talk to kind of do that too. Hate it, hate it, hate it. And finally, I just kept listening to it over and over. I hate my job, hate my job. So I said, here's what you do. I want you to go home. And I want you to write down 30 things that you are thankful for your job. This was probably eight years ago, maybe 10 years. 30 things that you're thankful for your job. Like you got a job, be thankful. You got a paycheck. You got health benefits. You got retirement. Like go home and write down. Yeah. Well, they texted me and they said, I want to get to about eight. I said, keep going. I don't, until you get to 30. Yeah. And it was like, they texted me about a week later. I'm back up to 15. I said, keep going. And then they finally made it to 30 grateful things. And here today, when she changed her perspective, she's still employed at the same place because the perspective changed. I've been coming and going, I'm, I hate what I do, but man, I'm so thankful for yeah. what I do have and still change it. And that right there, a decade later, eight years ago, she's still in it. So here's your assignment. If you're not grateful, every day, write five things down you're grateful for, and they can't be the same thing. And you can't be generic. I'm thankful for family. <laughs> or five things. I'm thankful for my one kid, two kid, three kid, four kid, and the dog, right? So I got my five things. No, no, no. Don't just be so, be specific. Yeah. Don't say, I'm just thankful for my life. I'm thankful for my family. Be specific what you're thankful for. For the next seven days, write down those five things. And at the end of the week, you'll just 35 things that you'll be thankful mm-hmm. for. And that begins to change your perspective. Absolutely. That's, so That's your homework assignment. Well, guys, you heard it here. You got some homework to do. And we'll see you right back here next week on The Rundown.